Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 104.9 AM 1260 and HornFM.com with the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. Start it up. That's your Monday on B&E, 5 June. Hope you had a great weekend. Whatever you were doing, sure you were watching some baseball. High school, college, and pro. There was plenty of all three. Also, the NBA Finals last night. Game two goes to the Nuggets. Pretty good. Maybe you were out at uh, Austin FC. Props to Austin FC fans. There was a two-hour weather delay Saturday night when that storm rolled through. And um, when they came back to play, packed, still packed. Q2 fans were there. Unfortunately, Austin FC fell to Real Salt Lake 2-1. to one. Disappointing loss for them. But, uh, man, that crowd, pretty incredible. The Listos crowd was uh, there and uh, active. That was a big old storm, too, by the way. Oh, it was. That thing was a boomer rolling through on Saturday evening. Uh, developed at west and came east. And uh, it was one of those uh, great you know, big-time spring storms. And then last night, rain overnight. Uh, now the sun's out this morning. Looks like uh, the, 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 the rain and the showers. There's still a chance for showers throughout the day, but I think the uh, – the radar would tell you the yeah we're gonna the heavy we had a couple of days through. of that kind of thirty percent forty percent but then the heat will start to come up out of this moistury out yeah. of the ground here next week yeah, I'm looking at the uh, man I guess the there's still some some rain showers in the area mm-hmm. but moving from north to south today and so it looks like it'll be a pretty nice day today uh, overnight showers that's those are the best kind right soak your oh, soak yeah. your lawn soak your, your your gardens and your your trees and then you know have a nice day to deal with it's gonna be humid. Gonna be humid. Uh, we know that. Uh, also in the college baseball tournament, a lot of a uh, lot of chalk, but also some big time surprises, which we'll run through. Uh, Longhorns uh, part of that uh, surprising going into Miami and taking out Miami. Let's get to those headlines, trending topics to start your work week. Give you a business services brings it to you. We'll start with the college baseball, and yeah, for the thirteenth time in the sixteen years of the super regional era. And for the third consecutive season, the Texas Longhorns are super regional bound. That's the round of 16 in the NCAA tournament. Ultra-impressive weekend. 3-0 sweep at the Coral Gables Regional. Started on Friday night with a 4-2 win over Louisiana. Great start from the staff ace, Lucas Gordon, and uh, Zane Morehouse on the mound. Several stellar defensive gems in that game for the Horns. They win it by two. Then on Saturday night, how about uh, taking on the homestanding Miami Hurricanes? They get the win 4-1 to one behind an all-time start from the right-hander LeBaron Johnson Jr. The Florida native dominated the ninth-ranked Canes, allowed just a single run on seven hits. He struck out eight, 129-pitch complete game effort. Put the Longhorns into last night's um, move-on game, and they eliminated the hosts. They beat Miami again last night 10-6. to six. This time they fell behind by three, three-nothing early on an early home run, but they rallied for nine runs in the third inning, highlighted by a game-changer from one of the Longhorn freshmen. Here's the first pitch to Flores. Swings here and lifts a high fly ball to dead center. Back to the warning track. And you can say goodnight to it. Grand slam home run. J-Flo sends it out of the ballpark. And the Longhorns 
have blown this thing open with a nine-run bottom of the third. And they're going to win it 10-6 to at uh, get the win, and they go on cruise control from there. They're on to the Supers for happy head coach David Pierce. I'll tell you what, this team has heart. We talked about going in and talked about in our meetings this week that we're going to get punched. We're going to get punched in the nose. We're going to be bleeding, and we have to understand that. And, you know, we got to just keep playing the game. And they did a great job of that today, and they showed a lot of character because, you know, we've been really good when we've jumped on people early. But for us to get behind early on the road and uh, do what we did and continue to pitch, man, it was just awesome. Texas, one of eight teams that have advanced to the second weekend. Seven more to be determined t- today. At nine teams have advanced. Seven more determined today. Um, the Horns will also find out who their super regional opponent will be. That's because Stanford last night drilled Texas A&M in Palo Alto, thirteen to five. A&M could have advanced with a win there, and now they got to play a winner-take-all regional game tonight at Sunken Diamond. Texas will meet the winner. Also today and tonight, Texas Tech will place Florida in Gainesville to advance. TCU will have two chances to beat Arkansas to advance out of the Fayetteville Regional. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. West Virginia eliminated over the weekend. Women's Softball World Series top-ranked Oklahoma rolled past Tennessee to eliminate the Vols and post their 50th consecutive win. They're now a win away from a national championship. Thriller in Game 2 of the NBA Finals last night in Denver. Miami Heat behind most of the game, outscored the Nuggets 36-25 to in the fourth quarter, shot nearly 70% from the floor in that final 12 minutes, and they went at 111-108. to Gabe Vincent led the Heat with 23. Jimmy Butler took most of the game to get going, but scored 8 of his 21 in the fourth. Bam Adebayo had 21. Game 3 back in Miami Wednesday night. Major League Baseball, Rangers and Astros both looking to finish off Sunday sweeps of their series, but Rangers the only one to get it done. They beat the uh, Mariners 12-3. to Marcus Simeon did extend his hitting streak to 23 games. Houston was looking to complete a four-game sweep of the Angels, but they lose 2-1. to one. Shohei Otani's RBI double in the eighth broke a 1-1 tie. Round Rock, how about the Express? They closed out their homestand with a 20-9 crushing of Sugarland. Also over the busy sports weekend, we mentioned Austin FC took the pitch after a long delay and lost to Real Salt Lake 2-1. to one. High school baseball, Westlake. Chaparral's have advanced to the state championship or state finals for the first time since 2009. They'll be at Dell Diamond Friday night facing Pearland in a 6A semifinal. Rouse Raiders came up one game short of the state tournament. They fell to Bernie Champion over the weekend. And in golf, it was Victor Hovland topping Denna McCarthy in a playoff to win the Jack Nicholas event there at the Memorial Tournament in Dublin, Ohio. Scotty Scheffler finished third. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Well, Victor Hovland won, but he did not cry. He didn't cry. He didn't cry, Ty. Uh, yeah, Ty was chiding, uh, who was it? Billy oh, Horschel. Uh, Billy Horschel. Uh, Billy Horschel. Yeah. Because yeah. well, he shot 84. 84. Hey, he didn't get last, though. He didn't get last. No, I don't he know. didn't. I don't I can understand him being emotional. Now, listen, Scotty Scheffler's the guy. I know Hovland wants it. Back-to-back weeks, he missed it by one stroke getting to a playoff. And Scotty Scheffler, I mean, his the last his last 10 starts, his ball striking is historically great. Oh, yeah. His tee-to-green game is unbelievable. I think he could just be halfway decent at putting. I know. I mean, yeah, this, he's just in that stretch. He's of, like last in I know. the field. And, and it, it, his tee to green game is like Tiger Woods like. It yes. literally is, if you're looking at the numbers. I mean, he is on every fairway long. He is on every green. Not making any birdies. And at, he, at one point on Sunday, he had picked up 19 strokes. Yeah, that's what that, well, for the weekend. Yeah. He, yeah. The, I thought it was just Sunday. G- gain, his strokes gained. He was number one in the field over the weekend, like plus 19. His tee to green game is tremendous, historically good. But yes, he was dead last. And strokes gained on the man, putting those green. Four and five footers and six footers, man, count. Those are the ones that just I mean, it's keep you in it. Drive for show, putt for dough. But yeah. now Scotty's still making some dough. 
Now he's making dough. He's now. making some dough. He keeps finishing in the top five, and he was a stroke off of being in that playoff with Hovland and McCarthy. That's a very tough golf course, and uh, I, I saw where for Jack Nicholas's tournament there at his home course that he designed. That's the first time they didn't have any weather delay in the four days. Normally, there's some rain problems you deal with there this time of year in Ohio, and they didn't have any. So by well, he's the, got some funky par threes there. Well, by just, Saturday, or by yesterday, those greens were hard, firm. And so they no, were, you didn't see anything hitting spin. No, it hit like a like it hit the parking lot, and it would, <laughs> they hit good shots like right at the pin, and it would bounce, you know, back into the back, and then you got to come back down. Uh, but poor, man, Scott, I'm going to say poor Scotty Scheffler because he's still number one in the world, and his his game off the tee is just incredible what he's doing. Uh, but you know, the next uh, major's coming up, U.S. Open. Has he yep. always been this bad at putting? No, no, no. Oh my goodness, no, 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 not at all. No, he's well, a, he was on that streak. I mean, no. Not, just it's just this year he hasn't been just bad. This year, yeah, it really started at the Masters. Mm-hmm. Remember, he won the uh, the Players Championship going yep. away, and ever since I mean, maybe here is when he started. To I struggle taught you with about those eight footers, though the ones that you make to you know say par. Sometimes he wasn't coming close, and then he's getting closer than that. And he was starting to miss the birdie putts. Be that just... far ahead in strokes gained at tee to green, and be that far back on the greens. Yeah. Can just tell you how frustrating that game can be. Well, just, yes, you can cry after a bad round, Ty. To finish third after. Being on the cut line going in, like going into the weekend, that's incredible. That's incredible. He'll figure it out. Our man Scotty Scheffler getting her done. Uh, as for the baseball, p- congratulations to the Longhorns and David Pierce. I mean, we'll see where they go from here. Trying to get back to Omaha for what a 39th time in the program history. And uh, here's a good text we got from somebody. I said, "Would you rather go if you're not going to get to host, which the Longhorns could host?" As we've said, everybody's asking the question: If uh, the Aggies win tonight, who will host? The, the committee that selected the field will decide. And as Craig Way has explained many times on these airwaves, it's a, a myriad of reasons. And the one thing I heard Craig say yesterday, which I think is good, when they decide who's going to get it, they'll explain why. Like, there'll be an explanation. They're not just going to say Aggies hosted or Texas hosted. Sure. The the committee will announce why Whether they're choosing. Whether you like it or not. And it's a fairly bit significant decision because the host will get to host the best of three Super Regional on their home field with their home crowd. And obviously the winner of, the, of two games will be in Omaha. So... Pretty big deal. Somebody said, I said, would you rather, if you, if you, if you were told you aren't going to get to host, would you rather go to Aggieland or go to Sunken Diamond in Palo Alto? This text says, I'd much rather go to Stanford. Absolutely can't stand. <laughs> I never want them to advance in anything. Plus, head-to-head win in baseball go a long way to the a three-peat in the Directors' Cup. Well, I want to play the team to knock me out. Uh, yeah. I mean, I all I would say is rivalry would be damned. I'd rather play the 24th-ranked team in the country than the sure. eighth-ranked team in the country. Yes. But it's baseball. We see all kinds of craziness happening. Think about this. You know, in that the only Big 12 team to host a regional was Oklahoma State, and they got smoked. They went to and barbecue on their home field in Stillwater. It really looked like they gave in. They gave up a little bit in that loss to Dallas Baptist that eliminated them. But uh, Oral Roberts ended up winning that regional. Oral Roberts, the four seed. They beat DBU in the elimination game yesterday. How about the uh, ORU? Longhorns played them. During the regular season, mm-hmm. if you remember. And Oregon won the Nashville Regional. They took out Vanderbilt. The Oregon Ducks as a four seed went in there and won, won three straight games, and they have advanced. That's a big surprise. Is Wake Forest still hanging in this Yeah, Wake, Wake went 3-0. and yeah. They're the number one seed. They're, and they're going to play a good one this weekend with Alabama, uh, who also swept the Tuscaloosa Region 3-0. Uh, they're in. South Carolina's in. They went 3-0. Texas went 3-0, we know. Tennessee, a bit of a surprise. They went and won the, uh, ten, the Clemson uh, Regional. Uh, took Clemson out, and so they have advanced. And Indiana State—that's that's one of the host teams that people you know don't sleep on. Indiana State, the Sycamores—they went three and zero this weekend. And as we said, a lot to be decided today. 
Um, with how about the one in Auburn, Alabama? Auburn's out. They were the host. The so- Southern Miss out of the out of the uh, Sun Belt buck will play Penn, the Quakers today. Penn Quakers hanging in there. That was a really exciting game. So my Boston College night. group went out of there. Yeah, Penn could have eliminated. They could have won. Penn, the Quakers as a four could have been through if they had beaten old, uh, Southern Miss last night. They lost eleven to two, so they're going to play another game today. It was a lot closer than that, though. Yeah, I mean, they kind of blew the doors open in like the seventh or eighth inning. Virginia has come out of the Charlottesville region. That's where Oklahoma went out, uh, but Virginia was uh, no trouble, three and zero. So those are your teams that are through: Tennessee, Indiana State, Oral Roberts, and Oregon. By the way, those two four seeds are now going to play in a super regional, and this and, is the same kind of thing. The the, the committee's going to have to choose who hosts that. Um, it's going to be Oregon. It's going to be Oregon, probably because of the size of ballpark. Um, you know, I, I would guess, but uh, they're both four seeds, so that's another kind of like Texas and Texas A and M. The decision will have to be made there. But uh, one of those two teams is going to be in the College World yeah, Series. Yeah, either or Roberts or Oregon. And the well, last last four seed was man, who was somebody it Stony Brook. Remember, somebody won the championship. At Fresno the four State, seed. yeah, Fresno State years ago. Uh, but yeah, oh, I watched the kid E from LSU who was at Air Force last year. Paul Skeens. Oh my God, that guy stood on the mound. I don't even think he wound up. I think he just put his foot down and stepped and just threw the ball. Do you think he has off. a chance oh. to be a two-way player at the next level? I don't. Uh, he hasn't I, done as much. He was that a catcher year, right? at Air Force. No, he, I think he when he moved to LSU to focus to on pitch. his pitching, and he's he's the most dominant pitcher in college baseball. Uh, and that's where LSU. I mean. They still got to get out of their region, but they've been dealing with Man, weather. Can he fire it. They've been dealing with weather at Baton Rouge, uh, and so they've still got some some games to be played. But um, he is a really good pitcher. Obviously, they also have the best player in college baseball. Uh, so Baton Rouge regional, it's uh, LSU and Oregon State today, and LSU one two. Yeah, they they've got two chances to beat Oregon State mm-hmm. one time to advance. And yeah, LSU and they've got the the, the kid, the center fielder. Is likely to be the number one pick in the amateur draft coming up this summer, and the, and Skeens is dominant. They have two top five guys in the draft. I mean, really? he is really good, and uh, so LSU is a handful coming out of Baton Rouge. So that needs to be decided today. And so yeah, a lot of good, a lot of baseball today, a lot of baseball. And we'll wrap up with the Aggies and Stanford tonight. It's a, I think it's seven o'clock, eight o'clock tonight out in Palo Alto. Aggies could have done like Texas, gone three and zero and eliminated Stanford. Stanford had to win two games yesterday, and they did, including thirteen to five over A and M last night. So they've got to go to that. If you're the Aggies, you'd like to go ahead and get that done last night and not have to uh, you know, get Stanford back. But your pitching should be in a better place than theirs are. Is They had to play two games yesterday to come through that loser side. Hey, let's dive into your Coach's Corner on a Monday morning, brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. Audiovisual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid. Never, ever. Props to David Pierce, Buck, uh, coaching his way. This uh, team, you know, I guess the expectations were kind of low coming out of the uh, 0-2 Big 12. Yes. But at the same time, that team we saw roll through West Virginia in the final weekend, that team can play with anybody. Yeah, when they get it totally together, defense, offense, and pitching, and then have to get to the bullpen, they're pretty damn good. Well, and the move of LeBaron Johnson Jr. into the starting rotation, I mean, you can't say enough about... I mean, yeah, that, that was quite a display. I mean, he started the year as a Tuesday starter, and I remember our, our one of our first conversations with with Coach Pierce because we talked to every week was you know what's the plan for LBJ? Is he because we were talking who's going to be the closer? You're going to keep him in the bullpen, well, you know? Because the thought was he might be your your back of the back of the uh, the game guy with that you know electric arm and come in and, and get the final six outs of games. And Coach said no, no, no I think we, we're going to need him in the in the starting rotation, so right. we're going to stretch him out. And get his arm built up. Uh, Woody Williams, the new pitching coach, feels like this is the best place for him. 
And so he started starting games on Tuesday night and pitching really well. Then he find then he started. I think he played a. I think he came in in relief in a, in a Saturday game against Oklahoma, and they got swept in that series. But he came in when they were already behind on that Saturday game, and since that that game, man, he has been unbelievable, unbelievable. He's been one of the best pitchers in all of college baseball. And to go out there and throw the complete game. Nothing against Lucas Gordon with his start on, on Friday because he was really good too. And uh, in the 4-2 to win over Louisiana and all the defense the Longhorns were throwing around. Um, but it was it was LBJ who I think really stamped this series. I mean, the Longhorns, to win that game on the road. Because look, as we said, if the Longhorns lose that game, then they if they had to come back and play my Louisiana yes. yesterday morning, they don't, they don't have the pitching staff to get into the loser's bracket. They have to stay in the winner's bracket. And LBJ in front of a sellout crowd. Top 10 team um, did just that. I mean, he was just outstanding. And we've seen a young guy come of age. Um, and I, I, Just a junior, right? Yes. Well, redshirt sophomore, so would be draft mm. eligible. But if you hear David Pierce talk about him, he just talks about just a young man. Just learning how puts, to pitch. Yeah, but he takes the coaching. You know, he's really bonded with Woody Williams, the pitching coach, and really takes to it and listens to it. Doesn't think he knows everything because he doesn't. And uh, But it works his tail off. And you're seeing the, the the dividends, and it's certainly paying dividends for the Longhorns uh, to be there. Uh, so David Pierce going to to the regional final for the fifth time in six seasons, and I believe his overall record now at Texas in the in this weekend, right the uh, the four team regional, he's like twelve and twelve and three, twelve and two uh, as a coach at Texas in this round to get to the round of sixteen. So uh, pretty good, pretty good. And as you said, they had to you know, LBJ had to wait out that rain delay. On Saturday night, so you know, a you have road game, big environment, big moment um, with a pitching staff that's, that's leaking some oil a little bit behind you. Yeah, I mean, and that I, guy goes I, out there and dominates. The way they handled it, everybody handled that rain delay. You know, well, it's part of baseball. The bats. I, I mean, I, I thought they all just they looked they looked pretty good. They looked they looked relaxed and, and refreshed. I mean, that ten days, like you said, that was a time just to kind of get away and get yourself gather yourself. You know. To get ready for this, and it looked like they did that preparation. I thought David Pierce and his staff did a good job of getting guys just ready all around the bats. Everybody, everybody just looked kind of. There was a different all phases, all yeah, phases. Yep, a different mean, step. You know, offense, defense, and special. I mean, uh, offense, defense, and, and pitching. Man, that's when you know win a lot of games. Their their offense wasn't a juggernaut. No, but um, you know, Dylan Campbell now has a you know, Big Twelve record thirty eight game hitting streak. I mean, they he's just you know his big home run. And you get lit game. up early when you go over the top of the fence and rob them of three runs. I mean, that's just oh, with Eric Kennedy in that oh, Louisiana man. game, and then the the Dylan Campbell diving catch. I mean, yes, Dylan Campbell, you know, is the best defensive outfielder in college baseball. Arguably, the, the th- his arm is elite. I mean, throwing people out. Um, you know, he's one of the best in the country. But his his acrobatic catches have made the, the highlight reel many many times this year. But you know, in that three hole, and as, you know, part of the reason they they played so poorly at the Big Twelve tournament was the top two guys, Jared Thomas in the one hole, and then Peyton Powell were playing injured, and they didn't get on base. And so, you know, over and over again, your top two guys are not getting on base. Which, right. You know, when your run producers come up, the, uh, the the Porter Browns and the Dylan Campbells, there's nobody on base. and th- That changed this weekend. Those guys were finding a way to get on, and then Dylan Campbell and uh, Porter Brown were finding a way to get him in. And uh, so good weekend for the Longhorns, really pitching in defense, dominated. One note from Longhorn football in our coaches' quarter. We uh, mentioned really things really crank up for the summer workouts for the Texas football team this week uh, with the new coaches that have joined the, the new uh, special assistants to the head coach that we told you about last week, Paul Christ, uh, Joe D. Camillus on the special team side. But the Longhorns did get a recruiting commitment over the weekend. 
as they had a big recruiting weekend, uh, the, the 2025 quarterback, K.J. Lacey. K.J. Lacey is out of the state of Alabama. Uh, he's a you know only going to be a junior in high school there. Sarland, Alabama. He chose the Longhorns over Bama, Auburn, Tennessee, and others. Ranked as the number five quarterback in the class of 2025. So once again, uh, reiterating, Steve Sarkeesian can recruit quarterbacks. Yeah, we're coming to your state to pick <laughs> out your quarterbacks now. Safe to say Steve Sarkeesian can recruit that position. Since coming here, Texas kind of languished outside of Sam Ellinger. They didn't recruit, and Sam Ellinger wasn't even like a super high recruit. Uh, he turned into a great player at Texas. But uh, the quarterback position was a bugaboo for a decade. Well, now you got a quarterback room that's got Quinn Ewers, who was the number one quarterback in the country. Arch Manning was the number one quarterback in the country. This guy, Malik Murphy, Top five. looks like a stud. And now you've already got this. Um, they've already got a kid out of Houston, Cy Fair, I believe, that's coming in as part of the class of 2024 uh, down there at Cy Fair High School, Cypress Fairbanks. And now they've added this kid mm. for the class of 2025, K.J. Lacey. Because of the portal buck, you just keep recruiting quarterbacks. Absolutely. Don't stop. And uh, he is rolling in here. So if you look at him on film, he's only, he's only a kid. He's a sophomore, going to be a junior. But he's got a body type kind of like Bryce Young. He's, he's kind of a lean. That's instantly who I thought of when I just saw a picture of him. Yeah. Uh, Was but, he 5'11"? Yeah. And then kind of a skinny kid. But he's, he's, he's a baby yet. They call him a six-footer. Yeah, we'll call him a six-footer. That's fine. Hey, it's like I'm 6'2". It's like you're okay. 6'2". You are six two. Okay, I showed you the records. So yes, you showed me the records. He brought in his like medical records. I know. That he's six two. The doctor says they put him on one of those stretch machines. I did the Kyler Murray during the draft. Stretched him out. Here's a stat from my buddy Jeff Howell, horns twenty four seven. To my point of uh, David Pierce and his success in this this round of the tournament, since a, a being eliminated in twenty seventeen in the Long Beach Regional. And that was a close, close series. Texas is twelve and zero in regional play under David Pierce. Twelve and zero at this spot to get to the Sweet Sixteen. And our buddy Ty Harrington, our skipper on the show, has texted to say, "I hope that restaurant saves Lee Sterling and his Miami buddies a place to sit so they can watch the Horns play in the Super Regional." Oh, sorry, I couldn't pass it up after his comments about the eighty-five. Boy, he really—he's not having—he's having a hard time giving that up, isn't he? They can't. I mean, they—they they were supposed to win the championship that year, and they lost to the U. And. You know, Lee's a good friend. He can't come on and pop off about it. And Austin Radio, come on, man. And then to get beat, get smoked, oh, and th- oh, you know, two losses. But that, and he was talking about that restaurant that he likes. And that's where Ty says, that's where you can go watch the Longhorns. Will the Longhorns be playing the Aggies? Or will the Longhorns be playing the Stanford Cardinal? We'll talk about that coming up. Also, NBA Finals Game 2 turns into a, a thriller in the uh, Miami Heat. Never underestimate that group. They found a way. We'll get you details. Ty will lead us through hot or not the 6-2. Ty Henderson will lead us through the hot or not stop this before the quarter. end of the hour. Plus, you're good, bad, and ugly from the busy weekend. It's BNE on the Horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Longhorns get it done in Coral Gables, 3 0. They are on to the Super Regional round. Where will they play? We don't know. We do not know. Um, could be decided tonight. We know if Stanford beats the Aggies tonight on home field, Aggies will, excuse me, the Stanford Cardinal will host the Longhorns this weekend. And if uh, the Aggies win, the committee will decide who hosts the Super Regional. Uh, and there's a lot of, you know, if you listen to the Aggie side of it, they're saying, wait a second, we, if we win, we beat a number one seed who's higher ranked than the Miami Hurricanes by one. That's how close this is. I mean, Miami's ranked nine. Stanford's ranked eight. Both mm-hmm. Texas and uh, Texas A&M. If you look at the way it, the, the the seeding went, probably one spot apart in the overall rankings. I think you could argue that Texas is twenty three and A&M is twenty four. 
in the rankings when the the committee got together to rank the field of 64. Uh, and of course, it's you know, it's, it's so it's an eyelash, and um, I don't. Craig, I listened to. Did they beat them this year? They did head to head. Longhorns won the head to head matchup this year down at College Station, and so yeah, I mean, again, there's a lot that goes into it, but to sit here and. and Heard Craig and Roger talking about it yesterday on the radio broadcast of the win. No one knows. The Aggies don't know. They'll both make a bid, by the way. Both teams will bid money to host the regional. And but you know, this is Texas and Texas A&M. Neither was neither is going to get outbid by the other. Uh, that's not going to happen. So the dollars will be even. They're ranked almost the same. The opponents they're they're playing are about the same. And maybe it comes down to head to head. I don't know. Uh, head to head was a Texas victory. But don't uh, can't tell you this morning, but uh, we'll see tonight. But the question is, are you rooting for the Aggies tonight or are you rooting for Stanford? I would say root for the Aggies, just my opinion, because if you if they do win, you have a chance to host. I mean, there's a 50-50 chance that they could choose right. Texas. And if the Stanford Cardinal win, you don't have a chance to host. You can't have home games. So, And Stanford, a higher-ranked team than the Aggies? I'd rather be Texas A&M anywhere. But, um, so yes, this says, have it in Waco. I'm, you know, I think, <laughs> do it. Neutral site. Or you could do it like they do in the high school playoffs. Play one here, one there, oh, and yeah. then one in Waco. I'm for that. Or play what, in like, uh, in Giddings. Somewhere, I don't know. I don't know what's halfway between the two. Let's get a stadium. Hmm, Let's play. Waco wouldn't be bad. Waco would be cool. But they and don't love their baseball stadium. Uh, but yeah, somebody also pointed out the Longhorns did win a share of the Big 12 championship, which the Aggies don't have. But the Aggies played in the championship game of the SEC tournament, which they lost. But again, it's very close. It's very close. So again, it's going to be such an interesting debate. But uh, Stanford can put it all to rest if they beat the Aggies tonight because the Aggies couldn't take care of their business last night. So college baseball on the brain. A lot of baseball today. Uh, Ty, what led you in to wager on Oral Roberts? Uh, just watch them play. I mean, they pretty similar team to Dallas Baptist. Um, I don't know. I was kind of just taking a flyer out on them. They were like plus 200. Nice. And they won it. Over that, that with the Miami line. I had Stanford as well and uh, Alabama. So it was a good, it was a good night. I stayed up till midnight watching college baseball last night. By the way, just by karma, you shouldn't be betting on Alabama. Alabama's coach got fired for I did manipulating bets. <laughs> they, they, they took care of your Boston, Boston College Eagles last yes, night. Yes, they did. Come on, the coach got whacked middle of the season for... Hey, the players still got to play. That's true. That's right. Coach is coach and players play. Coach is coach. Meet in Brenham. Um, that's what I was thinking. That's the Bluebell place, right? Isn't that the home of Bluebell? Isn't that like right outside of College Station, though? That's still that's basically like playing in College Station. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pretty much. Just that Brian, then Brenham. This says, uh, Aggie tears are better than hosting. Let's go to Palo Alto. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm in for that. Well, I just would want to get the group that knocked me out last year. That's what I'd like to get. Well, and it's interesting that Stanford has this opportunity because they did the same thing to Texas State last year, remember, unfortunately, for the yes. Bobcats. They, they, Texas State was in a spot to punch their ticket to to uh, and remember that year last year Texas State would have come home to San Marcos and hosted a, a super regional 
but they lost in the ninth inning. They had the game. They had it. They needed three outs. And remember, in the clinching game, they started their All-American closer. He got the start because they were out of pitching, and uh, he pitched like eight, seven innings of just from the, in his first start of the year. He pitched great and had him with the lead with three outs to go, and uh, and last eight, last six outs got him, and uh, Steve Trout's team went down in that game. But uh, Stanford has a chance to do the same thing to the Aggies, who will have their second opportunity tonight to get through it. This says... Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's go to Palo Alto. Nothing better than Aggie Tears. Aggie Tears. I love it. This is, that's why I want that series. I'm a fan, interesting spectator. I want Texas, Texas A&M, wherever they play it. Because the Aggies ended the Longhorn season a year ago in Omaha. Yes. When the Horns went 0-2 in uh, the College World Series. Uh, all right, why did the Heat, how did the Heat beat the Nuggets last night? How about the fourth quarter? They shot nearly 70% from the field, scored 36 points, and uh, beat uh, Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets. Uh, defense kind of went to sleep for the Nuggets at the wrong time. Heat, or you could argue the Heat just got hot. And as you said, Buck, their strategy on Nikola Jokic to let him score but not let him assist yes. his teammates paid off. They only had four assists. He scored 41 points. Uh, they started Kevin Love last night. Uh, they, they went to the bigger lineup to, to start the game, which was one of the adjustments that was made. Yeah, he's not as good. He's not as effective when his assists are down. Uh, so he's we, had some scoring Big scoring games when is because he doesn't get everybody else involved, and then well they become, or defend it they defend it better. Yeah, I mean, and that's you obviously our expulsion and, and the Heat will stick to that. Yes, that we're just going to cover everybody else, and because Nicole Jokic is just such a, a great teammate and great passer, if somebody if he gets doubles double teamed, he's going to go to the open man and they knock it down. This game they didn't double him, and he went to work, and you know he's going to take the advantage. I can score on this, and he pretty much scored at will forty one points. Without the assists, the team didn't uh, didn't play as well. And it's frustrating to see him dump off guys going down the lane for easy layup buckets. They didn't. The lane was they defended the lane really well again last night, and especially in the fourth quarter, you couldn't get in the lane. Well, and that zone was working. Yeah, zone, I they, think they, you're right. He played more zone than anybody by a lot in the NBA. Yep. Uh, and remember, the Lakers had a couple opportunities in, in late in the game to beat the the Nuggets, and they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't make the shots. LeBron kept. Uh, you know, throwing up bricks in the final. This one, the the Heat executed in that final minute, mm-hmm. and Jamal Murray missed a jumper, a step back jumper that would have tied the game and sent it to overtime. Um, really, that close. Obviously, after a dominant performance in Game One, and, Heat and responded, and the Heat shot better than they did the other night. Oh yeah, in the Game One, well, and you the knew threes. they couldn't. Yeah, was that tired legs many, from the Boston yeah, series? They got too and, many good shooters. Yeah, and you know, Adebayo is going to be Adebayo. He was excellent. Jimmy Butler had his twenty three and. And then he was clutch in the fourth quarter again. Now, now I was thinking he's not going to get away with that bully ball, or he did last night again. Yeah, Bam, no, uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and Bam, Bam gets the same kind of looks that Jokic does at the rim. He like, does. He yeah, shot. It's, it's yeah. just this little bunnies, and if you're going to give that to him, he'll take that all day just yep. to offset what what Jokic is doing on the other side. Bam shot uh, almost sixty percent from the field, scored twenty one points, and uh, really the key in the fourth quarter. Was Duncan Robinson right? You have to have somebody step up to go with your go your your go to guys. He, he did had, not in game one, but he yeah, did last yeah, night. He had ten ten in that fourth quarter run. He's taken to the rim. Yeah, yeah. I He's, saw that's that. Never been part of his game. He, I mean, they take him out sometimes not for defense for defensive reasons, but that dude has all the confidence in the world right now. And I wouldn't expect that from a guy that barely played during the regular season. This says. Uh, Anyone notice that Gilligan was sitting courtside next to the Heat bench? Gilligan, by the way, is Tyler Hero. 
He wears those I little. See, I thought they were talking about. Yeah, well, he sits there in these goofy Gilligan's Islands hats and his fashion. His fashion. Yeah, and his outfit. You know, yeah. he's he's in the uh, White Man Can't Jump. Tyler Hero, the new remake. I haven't watched it yet. I'm but. not going to see that. Come on, because he's good friends idea. with Jack Harlow, the main actor, well, the rapper. Name? Well, that's so funny because Tyler Hero, and that's it becomes a big subplot of that series. Is if he can he get healthy and get back and give the uh, Heat another score. And um, yeah, that's 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 Gilligan. Can we start going. I like that Gilligan's Island. Gilligan. But you know, he's from Wisconsin. He's like some. He's a big. He went to Kentucky, stayed one year at Kentucky, and was he was off. committed to Wisconsin before that. Though. And he's kind of a farm kid. And so the he, good old uh, boy. I don't know about that. What do you mean? He does, I don't think he really. He doesn't really give off that. If you well, I'm telling you, persona though, right if now. You, if you talk to people at Kentucky who saw him when he was a freshman. They're shocked to see him on South Beach dating Instagram models and wearing like he's a lot different now. If he's a farm boy, yes, I mean he's he's just like he's kind of an aw shucks from Wisconsin going to Kentucky guy who's turned into you know Mr. South Beach, I guess. And doesn't he? He's not like the Hick from French Lake now. Kind of, kind of like that. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, But yes, he's he's found Miami, and Miami can change you. You know, boats and bikinis, yeah, Instagram things going on down there. And we know from Anthony Davis, Kentucky can change you too. <laughs> Kentucky, <laughs> yeah. Well, that becomes a subplot. But the Nuggets uh, Heat get game two, and uh, Ty made a bundle on that. Nice pick, Ty. Good job by you. Good job. Obviously, we got to wait till Wednesday night. Two more nights before we'll get game three on South Beach is where they're headed for that. So that's part of the big weekend. We're taking your good, your bad, and your ugly from the busy weekend. Also, Buck, a uh, great new partnership. We announced it last Thursday, but it's hitting full gear today. You know, buck off Thursday, buck on a buck off Thursday every week here on the Horn. But we're going to make it uh, a bigger deal. We, we when you're watching a game, oh yeah, because our buck off and buck on Thursday is brought to you by the Austin Gamblers, and we want your shout out. So when you're because everybody's got a cell phone now, so if you're watching a game or you're something really makes you mad <laughs> while you're in traffic or wherever you are, shoot us a video. Just go to just shoot us a video, uh, hashtag buck off or whatever we're going to do. Shoot it to the Horn on Twitter or myself. Uh, you can even email it to me, ehogan at hornfm.com. And on Thursday, we'll play them, and then we'll have uh, a winner every Thursday now, the best buck-off that is delivered to us. So don't just save your buck-off for Thursday. Get it on tape, send it to us, and uh, we'll play it. Uh, we'll play the highlights on Thursday in addition to the other buck-offs that come in. Uh, buck-ons and buck-offs. So if you'd like this morning, if you wanted to give a big buck-on to LeBaron Johnson Jr., just fire up your phone, uh, give us a quick quick shout-out, and uh, certainly we'll retweet that and put it out there I'm for you. buck on Coach Pierce. Well, you should. Coach Pierce, 12-0 and in his last 12 regional series games. Hadn't lost a, a game in that first weekend of the NCAA tournament since 2017. 2017. He has his teams ready to play. And they, they you know, you hope they can, can build on that wherever they play next weekend. But, man, the pitching, stellar. You only use five pitchers all weekend. Your question is your depth in your bullpen. Well, Lucas Gordon and Zane Morehouse is all you needed on Friday. LBJ, complete game. And then yesterday, you know, you're still bringing Tanner Witt back, so he's got the first two innings, and he gave up that home run, three-run shot, only hit he gave up in the in, in his outing. But then a, a guy who's also been a starting pitcher for you this year, Charlie Hurley, mm-hmm. pitched great, came in, did a great job. And then Zane Morehouse uh, closed it out. Nightmare, as they call him. And it looked like, boy, you want to talk about a boost. Zane Morehouse has big league stuff. Like, he has a great arm. But sometimes he loses it, right? He gets wild. He starts walking people, hitting people. And that's why they call him Nightmare. He can be really good and he can also not be great. And, um, you know, that we've seen that this year from Zane. But it looked like that 10 days off, Buck, working with Woody Williams on some mechanical stuff, 
He looked Don Allen. Yeah, you didn't know how they were going to come after 10 days. Well, when he came, was going to look like. When he came in in the eighth inning uh, for Lucas Gordon on Friday, man, that was lights out stuff. That was outstanding. He did give up a home run. It was four to one, and he gave up a solo homer. But man, everything else was just outstanding for him, and ends up with the four to two. Yeah, win. the rest did this team well. It did, and a uh, little chip on the shoulder. I didn't think didn't hurt. So big buck on to David Pierce and the Longhorns. Buck on to LBJ, and we'll take your buck on. So get those to us if you want to shoot us a video anytime during the week, even when you're watching games in the evening. Uh, fire up your phone, send us a buck off. We'll have a winner every Thursday now. Brought to you by our friends at the Austin Gamblers. We'll come back. Ty will lead us through the hot or not topics. Reset our headlines at the top of the hour. It's a busy Monday, a good, bad, and ugly Monday here on B&E. What's hot? And what's not? What's hot, what's not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in central Texas. Visit us at txortho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Hot knots on uh, what was a rainy overnight turning into a fairly nice morning as you get up and out. Still some wet streets out there, and I'm sure maybe some, uh, what you say, flashing red lights? Oh, after yeah. The, uh, the hang- flashes are out Storms there. of uh, the last two overnights. Be careful out there. Get you into your week here on the 5th of June. A lot to do, uh, including the Longhorns. And somebody said best move on a good, bad, and ugly Monday was David Pierce leaving LBJ out <laughs> there for all nine innings. He was amazing. You don't see games like that anymore. And think about uh, LeBaron Johnson, Jr. Buck. Last year, on a pitching staff that featured Pete Hansen and you know Lucas Gordon, Tristan Stevens, that, that young guy pitched all of 17 innings in 2022. And this year, with the, and give Woody Williams, the new pitching coach, a lot of credit for helping him come along. But, man, the other night, since he was inserted as a reliever on April the 22nd in that series with Oklahoma, he's made seven appearances, five starts. His, his record is 5-1. and one. His ERA is 1.86. He's struck out 50 and walked 10. He's given them a, an established ace behind Lucas Gordon, which makes them a tough out wherever they go this weekend if he keeps pitching like that. Because Hard yes, work, good coaching. That's right. Uh, so if you got Lucas on a Friday, the way he brings it uh, night by night, uh, he's only had two. It's amazing that Lucas only had two rough starts here in the last couple of months, and those were against Kansas. Everybody else, he pitches really well, and the defense has been stellar. And you give him, you give the Longhorns a second ace. Uh, and you know if Tanner Witt can continue to come, I know he wasn't his best yesterday, but I still think there's hope that here in June, as they advance, that he can get better and better. And you know Charlie Hurley was really good yesterday, but uh, he, to me, the heroes of the weekend, the Texas defense. Zane Morehouse and obviously LBJ. I mean, those three guys, those three things were huge in getting out of Miami with three straight wins. Also, speaking of Florida, Buck and Ty, are you a hot or not on this? Hot or not? Netflix will release a uh, new series August the 23rd called Swamp Kings. Swamp Kings, it is a documentary following the 09, 06 through 09 University of Florida teams coached by Urban Meyer. Very hot on this. Very hot on this. It'll be very interesting. This will be very interesting. A lot of moving parts. That's Timmy Tebow. Mm -hmm. Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. Percy Harvin. Aaron Hernandez, the killer. Murderer. The deceased now, Aaron Hernandez. Yes, that team had some storylines going on, safe to say. Uh, Yes, I'll be in. August August 23rd, Swamp Kings. Hot for sure. I'm hot. I'm in on that. (laughs) I'm in on that, no doubt. Um, Yes, for sure. Uh, I also I finished uh, the the curious story of Natalia Grace over the weekend. You finished oh. it? She's all done, isn't she? I am very very just more confused than I was before I started. Quite really? honestly, yes. So, so what did you think of her dad? 
I feel bad. That's the guy I feel bad he for. Totally lost it, right? He was just whipped. Were you like the buck that you just came out of watching that and just felt depressed? It's depressing, isn't it? Life is life is not happy for a lot of people out there. Yes. My takeaway. That's my <sighs> takeaway. Uh, my takeaway is I'm staying away from things like that. I don't need that. Dep- I don't need the, to. You're need, the one that watches court TV and the yeah, crime. Yeah, I need more. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm being wrong about that. I need more uplifting stuff, more uplifting things in life. That's not good TV though. Yeah, well, but it's not good for you either. It, no, it'll, no. it'll drag your ass right there's down. There's a reason why it. people watch. Yeah. Yeah, because they want to be miserable. You know, they just want to feel better about their lives. <laughs> <laughs> or they like a compelling storyline that doesn't have to be happy all the time. But at the same time, yes, things like that can uh, can bring you down. But, uh, yeah, I have not seen that yet. After listening to you two guys, I probably am not going to watch it. No, you don't Good. need to, E. It, it's, it's not. It, there's nothing. There's Probably a, not. There's better things to watch. T.Y., what do you have for us in Hot or Not, and in addition to the to the, the money in your pocket from the uh, the heat and all your good picks yesterday? Um, well, I've heard I've heard a story. I think it was Chad who had a donut challenge at one point on, on the station where he had to eat like yeah. a dozen donuts or something. Well, Major League Eater James Webb broke the world record for uh, donut eating. He scarfed down 59.5 donuts oh. in eight minutes. Breaking the world 59.5, so 59 and a half donuts. Like glazed? Yeah, just original glaze. That's they had a lot water. Of they had water. That's plugging, man. That's water just so like plugged the hot up. dogs. I, I think I could do 25. There you go. 10 minutes. Way, way, way too much sugar. Yeah. No chance. How about the sugar fit you'd have after that? Oh, my goodness. Send yourself into anaphylactic he's not shock even, he's or something. A, he's a, like, looks like a pretty in-shape fella, too. Man, not, that, not much, a, that much sugar that quickly... Has to be terrible for your system. <laughs> Anything that quickly has to be bad for your Ima- system. Imagine that expanding in your stomach too. Oh all no! That, all that, all that dough. All right, a lot of good coming up in our headlines: the good, the bad, and the ugly, including the Longhorns, including uh, ties Texas Rangers, the Heat last night. Not so good for Austin FC over the weekend. Details coming as we run down the. Uh, also. Ties Westlake Chaparral's had a good weekend. We'll uh, recap all of it for you. Talk more about these Longhorns. We'll hear from LBJ, LeBaron Johnson Jr., uh, one of the heroes of the weekend for the Longhorns. Coming back.